Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And of course, you know, financial freedom, it's, it's going to look different for, for each person, right? What, what does that look like for you when you imagine your financial freedom? Does, does that mean you've covered your expenses every month with passive income? Does it mean you've gotten to retire early? Or maybe you want to build your net worth up to a certain level. What's your goal? One million, two million, eight million, eighteen million, right? Sky's the limit. Or maybe you just want to build up your net worth to be able to pass that onto your kids down the line. Ultimately, what your financial freedom looks like is it's up to you. Though I will say at a, at a minimum, you want to build up enough passive income to cover your expenses. And then maybe a little padding on top of that for fun, for investing, right? For travel, one-off items. But what I find is that once you've built up that cash flow, when, once you've covered your expensive, excuse me, expenses, found your financial freedom in that sense, most people want to keep growing, right? Build more cash flow, create more net worth, and optimize that net worth, right? Improve your return on net worth. We'll talk about that. And, and with real estate investing, you can do all of those things. And in fact, once you start building that cash flow, you will see your net worth grow as well. They, they move in tandem. But at some point, your focus may shift from simply building up that that cash flow that monthly passive income to building that net worth and of course this got me you know wondering um what does the average network or excuse me net worth look like in 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 america so i googled it and i found a couple of reports one on bankrate.com in particular was recent as of march uh, 2020 and i have some numbers for you broken down by age group what does that net worth look like. I want to look at each of those age brackets with you, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, see where the typical net worth sits and talk about what you can do if you are in one of those given age brackets, what you can do to to grow your net worth. Okay, so the show's focus today is more on the net worth side of things than on 
uh, cash flow. And, and of course, I'll tell you, if you're going to invest in real estate to create passive income and net worth, you, you're going to start to ask yourself, should I buy single family or should I do multifamily? Single family or multifamily? It's a common question. It's the first question you've got to answer, really. And, and, and it's worth mentioning here that, you know, the, the single family versus multifamily discussion, it, 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 it takes form in essence around cash flow versus net worth to a degree. Um, you know, you can have both and, and build both cash flow as well as net worth with both single family and multifamily, but each tends to favor single family, multifamily, each of those tends to favor one cash flow or net worth, you know, more over the other, at least in my experience. Um, but, but, but keep in mind that there are trade-offs as well. If I think about single family, I'm going to tend to get a higher cash flow per door. <laughs> well, there's only one door. Um, the problems, the downsides sometimes are that those houses may be more physically spread out. I'm in Dallas, Fort Worth, if you're new to the show, uh, and we invest all across the Metroplex. I think my farthest flung rental is probably a 50 to 60 minute drive, less now during the COVID times because traffic's been a little bit diminished. But point is, we're often a little more spread out. That makes it a little more difficult to manage than multifamily. Now, don't take away that it's hard to do. It's not. I've been doing it for eight years and it's, it's, a, great, uh, it's a great route to go down for sure. Um, and that cash flow again is going to be a little bit higher per door. Now, after the initial equity capture, you know, we buy low maybe put some 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 work into the house to make it shine again. We get it at a discount because of that. That initial equity capture is going to help our net worth, but then we're going to have to wait. We're going to have to wait for the market to naturally appreciate, and that has to do with the way that single-family homes are valued. Uh, they're valued based on sales comps. So if my three neighbors all sold their houses for $200,000 and they're all cookie-cutter homes in the same subdivision, guess what my, my value is? It's now 200000 and we typically in Texas, in, in, in normal times, see growth, price growth on the sales side anywhere from maybe 3 to 5%. Uh, percent. Now, that was accelerated. That was much higher over the past few years since the uh, housing crisis. But uh, we, are, we are moderating again, and, and we're moving back into that, uh, what I would call normal state of appreciation for single family. So higher cash flow per door. Right. If that's your focus is cash flow, maybe it's single family that you start with. Multifamily, on the other hand, sure it's a little bit lower cash flow per door, but you got a lot more doors. <laughs> you got a lot more doors, and they're all under one roof, or maybe multiple roofs. Right. If you've got a a bigger community with 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 multiple buildings, two hundred units perhaps over, I don't know, ten, twenty, twenty buildings. But what you've got there is everything in one spot, and you've got economies of scale. That makes your operating costs a lot lower relatively. And the big, big thing with multifamily is the forced appreciation. Sure, we, we try to buy a, a discount there as well and, and capture that equity up front. But over the years or over the, the months, however long our project runs, we're going to take focus on certain parts of that business because it is a business and that's why it's valued differently. And we're going to work on improving that, that cash flow, improving that income. In fact, I sat through, I did the uh, two-day, we commonly call it the uh, Financial Freedom Seminar uh, actually, it was spread over the course of four evenings, which was more amenable to my schedule. I, we've got one going on this weekend as well over the course of two days, two eight-hour shifts. Uh, I did mine in the evenings over uh, four days. And, but we talked about this very topic. Uh, in the second, second, set of, or second week, we talked about multifamily and the fact that we can force appreciation 28 different ways. 
20 different ways, you know, source income from the laundry, start to charge for VIP parking. There are dif different things you can do to take up the revenues. There are different things you can do, water uh, conservation to lower your expenses and so on and increase your income. And because that is a business, it is valued on its income stream. And as soon as you take that income up, you've taken that value up and you can do that on a massive scale. You can do that on a massive scale. So that's why when I think of building that net worth, I tend to think a little bit more about multifamily because you can be deliberate in your efforts and actively focus on building that net worth. Now you may have to wait a few years before you cash out on that refi or sell the property, but it'll be a big cash out when you do. And, and you don't have to be active. That's one of the beautiful things with multifamily. You can go in um, as a fully passive investor. We got a lot of folks that are in a lot of deals, super passives we call them, that are in 20, 30, 40 deals, maybe more. And when we continue with the show, I want to I want to talk about um, net worth, how you calculate that. Do you know what that is when we can? Del Wamsley explains how he found that speck of light that got him into the lifestyle. I had a guy who used to come into the health club every day and work out for four hours a day, sit in the jacuzzi, swim, play racquetball, was happy, looked great, tan all the time. And one day I just asked him, what do you do for a living? And he said, Dell, I own real estate. Well, do you own real estate? Register for our live online free workshop and find out how you can get all the things you want out of life with passive income. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Brought to you by Lifestyles Unlimited. Del Wamsley talks about understanding the system. Guy told me the other day on the radio, he says, you know, I understand the system. They let the stock market go up to feed our ego to think we're getting somewhere, and then they crash it on us and take it all away. So now we're stuck. He says, I've lived through two of those cycles, so he started investing in real estate to get away from the cycle. Are you ready to break the cycle? Start investing in real estate today. Find out how. Join Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with our live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Here's Lifestyles Unlimited founder and CEO, self-made multimillionaire and national radio host, Del Wamsley, on the effective way to run a business. There are people that run their businesses on a shoestring. If you own an apartment complex and you have no cash, that's not a very effective way to run a business. My businesses, each and every one of them have cash savings. In other words, we can make no money or make very little money and we'd still survive. For those of you that haven't thought it through that far and you don't have any cash savings, Let's get you in here and get you educated on how to save what you already own. The mom and pop businesses are going to take a major hit. If you've been running your business that way, you need to get into Lifestyles right now and learn how to operate your business the right way. Lifestyles Unlimited has been helping people succeed since 1990. Join us for our free online real estate workshop and learn the seven principles we teach to run our businesses and provide for our families. Register at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk 1370. We're back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. We're here to answer your questions and help you become financially free. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about your net worth. And if you don't know what your net worth is, I want you to get a pen and paper out. And I want you to figure that out during the course of the show. If you're driving, wait till you get home, but maybe start thinking about your assets, thinking about your liabilities. We'll talk about that here in a moment, how you calculate that. Uh, it's important to know, right? It's a benchmark. It's, it's, it's your starting point. And, and knowing what assets you have on hand, uh, possibly to liquidate to get into cash flowing uh, assets, true assets. It's it's important to have that information at your fingertips. And I want to give you a couple of important dates. Um, and I also want to give you the number here in the studio if you do have questions on today's topic or really anything related to real estate. The number here is 855-497-4335. Again, that's 855-497-4335. Or send me an email. I check those throughout the breaks, uh, throughout the show. It's askandy at l-u-i-n-c dot com. And important dates that you're going to want to know, by the way, um, Tarrant County, if you're up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area like I am, we've got a number of rentals on that part of uh, that side of town. That's the west side of the DFW airport. Um, they issued their, their property valuations May 1st. You've got 30 days from that date to file your protest if you're going to do it. That's today. Actually, I think my, my, my flyers or my appraisal notices said uh, June 1st. So check your, check your value notice. If you're going to protest, do it today. You need to get it done. And you need to do it if you haven't yet. It's very easy. Tarrant's very easy to do. If you're outside of Tarrant County, uh, check those value notices. Dallas County didn't release theirs till middle of May, so we've got a couple more weeks. But start, get on that. Okay, important date. Another important date that you're going to want to know about, June 2nd. June 2nd, 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m., we have our... Uh, free workshop going on live online and you can register for that if you go to freeworkshoplivestream.com again that's freeworkshoplivestream.com and that's just an introduction to lifestyles unlimited you'll hear some of the things i'm talking about today maybe in a little bit more detail single family versus multifamily. it is an important question you know and i can think back in fact um when we joined lifestyles a little over eight years ago 2012 what did we do? We sat down with a mentor. We weren't sure. We didn't know. Do we want to do single family? Do we want to do multifamily? We didn't have just a ton of capital in the bank. So we sat with the mentor and uh, she asked great questions, asked us about our goals. What is it that we wanted to do? And for us at the time, my wife was working in a terrible job that she hated. Um, we wanted her out of there. So we needed to build up cash flow and, and we didn't, again, didn't have a ton of capital. So she said, you know, you ought to start with single family. And that's exactly what we did. And I'm, I'm really glad we did. We built that cash flow very, very quickly. And in, in about three years, she gave her notice. She left. She left that awful place and hasn't looked back. Actually, she's now working part-time for, for fun with a hard money lender, which keeps us active in the industry. But by choice, by choice, she built up that cash flow. We built up that cash flow, got her out of her job uh, within three years. Uh, you can do the same. You know, we say two to five years. We have a lot of folks that go even faster. It depends on your starting point, which takes us back to our net worth. So do you know do you know what your net worth is? 
And here's how you, if you don't, here's how you calculate it. You're going to look at all of your assets, and I mean all of your assets. And you're going to look at all of your debts, all of your liabilities, so possible assets. And I'm going to use this term loosely <laughs> in a sense. Uh, and when I say assets in this sense, it, it, these are things that you can liquidate. Um, a lot of these things I don't really view as assets because all they're doing is costing me money every month. Uh, things like your personal house. Right? I'm not making any money off of that thing. It's not an asset in that sense. It gives me shelter, place to you know play with my son in the backyard, that sort of thing. But um, every month I'm, I'm having to pay towards the mortgage. I'm, I'm paying for repairs. I'm paying for other things, uh, those property taxes. So it, it's costing me money. It's not making me money. So, but but that falls under the, the the category of assets: car, truck, SUV. Maybe you have a motorcycle, right? Those would fall under the category of assets. Uh, if you don't know the value of those, go to Kelly Blue Book online. It's pretty easy. Uh, other toys, you may, maybe you have a boat, a jet ski, I don't know, RV, right? Um, and of course, less tangible items like your 401ks, your, your IRAs, if you know the value of a pension that you have, right? That would go in your asset category. And of course, cash in the bank, right? If you're a Dave Ramsey uh, advocate, you've, you've got your three to six months worth of expenses. Okay, cash in the bank, how much is that in a money market account? other funds like that. Maybe you collect gold and silver. My dad did that. Those are all assets. Add those up. Figure out the values. Add those up. That's on one side of the uh, the T-chart. Liabilities, right? You've got that house. you got a mortgage on the house. How much is that? If your house is now worth, uh, I don't know what, 300 k and you, you owe 150 on it, put the 300 k as the value of the house, the 150 as the debt. Same goes for those cars, that, that RV, those motorcycles, student loans. We know the student loan pro is a big problem in this country right now. Trillions of dollars. You probably have those. That that goes under that liability uh, column, as well as any other consumer debt, credit cards, that sort of thing. And simply add those up. Liability total. Assets minus liabilities. That is your net worth. That is your net worth. And interestingly, I'm going to hearken over here in a, in a second to this bank rate article. This was refreshed uh, mid-March 2020. And it's drawing on data from the Federal Reserve. And the Federal Reserve, they, they conduct a, a, what they call here a triennial survey, meaning every three years. They, they did one in 2013, and then they did one again in 2016, and then they did one again in 2019. Now, those results are not yet out. We expect those to be released uh, late in 2020. Um, but what we're going to look at is, is 2016. And interestingly, they say here that the Americans average net worth is $692,100. Does that sound right? <laughs> no, uh, but that's what they say here. So the average is six hundred and ninety-two, almost $700,000. And it's worth mentioning here, we're going to hear some averages, we're going to hear some medians. Just remember that the average, you're adding up all the values and dividing by the number of values in your set, right? And the problem with averages is, is that they can be really skewed Think about our current pandemic and all the business that Amazon is doing online. All their, I, I see their trucks in my neighborhood every day, multiple times a day. What does that mean? That means Jeff Bezos is approaching status as the first trillionaire. Well, he's in that data set, isn't he? He's helping skew that average massively. So for our purposes, I'll tell you what the average is in each age category, but we're going to want to look at the median. The median is the middle point, right? Half of the values are above that number. And half are below. It's it's gonna it's gonna give us some perspective when you hear a, a, a crazy number like seven hundred thousand is the average net worth in America. We know that's not the case. 
right? We know that's not the case. What it tells us is that the bell curve in this sense is, and, and in the following examples as well, it's, it's, it's very much skewed. Again, we've got those those 1% outliers, that Jeff Bezos approaching trillionaire, I guess Elon Musk with his successful launch yesterday of the SpaceX with the, the couple of astronauts. Hey, congrats, that's great news. In a kind of dismal uh, season so far this year, that's great news. Launching astronauts for the first time in nine years, I think it was from American soil. I, I love it. I love it. So back to net worth. We're going to get to the numbers here in a moment. I want to I want to bring in another concept um, that's also going to be extremely important because this is also a benchmark, something that's going to help you guide your decision making. Now, here's music coming on. We're, we're going to return here in, in just a moment. And when we do return, we're going to talk about return on net worth. It's an important concept. I want to tell you what I learned at that financial freedom seminar that I just went through as regards the um, return on net worth for most Americans. We'll talk about that when we continue with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, so stay tuned. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, and on today's show, we are talking net worth. Typically, we talk about cash flow, right? We want that cash flow to offset our monthly expenses so that we can be financially free. That's the first step. But as you build that cash flow, you are building your net worth as well. It's going to happen. They, they move in tandem. And I want you to know what your net worth is. Now, I'll confess, before I joined Lifestyles, before I started investing in, in real estate, did I know what my net worth was? I, I had no clue. <laughs> Not anything I ever thought about. But it is something that I track now. And I mentioned ahead of the break that we're going to talk just briefly about a, an important uh, benchmark, an important calculation that goes along with that net worth. Before we get to that, I mentioned a, a couple of dates uh, in, in, in the earlier segment. Protest your property taxes. Don't forget, we're almost out of that window for most of us. Uh, for some, it's already passed. And then I told you about the uh, free workshop. Um, we've got one coming up here in a few days on June 2nd in the evening. Also on June 4th, later in the evening, 8.30 to 10. So if you are picking this up on the podcast, maybe out on the West Coast, that's going to work a little bit better with your schedule, I would think. Again, that's June 4th uh, at 8.30 p.m. Also June 6th during the day, from noon to, to, to about 1.30. And you can register uh, if you go to freeworkshoplivestream.com. Dot com, all, all written together, freeworkshoplivestream.com. What's it cost? Well, it's free, nothing. So <laughs> invest a couple of, you know, an hour and a half or so of your time uh, in your future and, and learn what we do here at Lifestyles Unlimited. Learn how I got involved, right, and, and, and built that cash flow. And, and now, actually, my wife and I, we, we, we've got that cash flow where we want it. And we're shifting gears a little bit. We're, we're, we're focusing a little bit more on that net, net worth side of the equation. We're shifting gears from single family to multifamily. 
for the reasons I mentioned earlier. If you missed that the, that first segment, I talked about some of the, the pros and cons of single family versus multifamily. You can find this show. It will be archived later at uh, lifestylesunlimited.com. Uh, click on that radio tab. And let me give you the number here in the studio just one more time. If you've got any questions, it's 855-497-4335. Again, that's 855-497-4335. Or send me an email to askandy at l-u-i-n-c dot com. So we talked about how you calculate your net worth, right? It's simply, it's a balance sheet equation, right? Assets minus liabilities minus debts, okay? Uh, think real hard about those assets. You have probably more assets than you might realize. Maybe you've got some family jewelry, that sort of thing. Things that you could liquidate if you wanted to, if you needed to, uh, and put those on there as well. Um, now let's talk about return on net worth. So you've got this net worth sitting out there. What is the return? What are you earning on that net worth? Well, I'll tell you what, what I learned sitting in on the Financial Freedom Seminar uh, the last couple of weeks in the evenings. Um, we talked about that. Lee, the presenter, he brought that up and he said the, the, the average for most Americans, the, the return on net worth is under 1%. So the way that you calculate that is you sit down, just like you did already, if you've still got that pen and paper, sit down and think about all the places where you are achieving or receiving passive streams of income, not active, not your day job, not your job, not your, your W-2 income or your self-employed role, but, but actual passive income. And that may be interest that you're earning on your bank account. That may be dividends that you're receiving on, on stocks, right? You're not doing anything to receive that money. Your money is working for you in that sense. So figure that out, add that up. If you have rental houses like I do, well, what's your cash flow? Annualize that, right? I take it at a monthly level and then I just multiply by 12, figure out what that net operating income is that I'm achieving, you know, Get, get, get the rent in the door. I have to pay my property taxes. Right? We talked about that, insurance, mortgage, that sort of thing. What's my net cash? And then, and then annualize that. And take that annualized number and divide it by your net worth. It's probably going to be less than 1%. Unless you're collecting royalties from a book or you've got a significant uh, rental portfolio, it's going to be less than 1%. And that's your baseline. That is your baseline. That's what you want to start working on. That's what you want to build. And we talk about optimizing that return on net worth. You've got to focus on that. How do you do that? Well, well I gave the example earlier. You've got that three hundred thousand dollar house, one hundred fifty in debt. So you've got one hundred fifty k in equity. Maybe you leverage that up a little bit, do a cash out refinance, and put that money into a single family house. Now you're collecting more passive income besides the one percent or less, whatever it is now. Um, in the bank. Let me just give you a quick example. So let's say I have a house, uh, different numbers, a little bit different, uh, worth $200,000, mortgage on it's 100,000, my equity's 100,000, right? Fairly fairly balanced there. Got two paid off autos totaling about 50K, $50,000 in value, and $50,000 sitting in a savings account. Again, we're just gonna assume it's collecting 1%. So my net worth is 200 plus 50 plus 50, it's $300,000. My liabilities, it's just the house. I don't have any credit card debt in this example, student loans, none of that stuff cars are paid off, I got the $100,000 mortgage left on the house, right? So my net worth, assets minus liability, what, what do we say, 300 minus 100 is $200,000, that's my net worth. Now that 1% that I'm earning on that 50K sitting in the bank, how much is that? That's $500 a year. I'm earning 1% interest, so is my return on net worth 1%? No, it's not. That's what I'm getting on the 50K. Divide that that $500 per year that I'm receiving, that's my passive income, by the 200000 what's my return? Well under 1%, 0.25%. Again, most Americans are below 
1% on their return on net worth. Now, as you pay down your house, your return gets worse. If that house is paid off, now my net worth is 300K, my denominator is bigger, my return is lower, 0.17. That's why we say as you pay down your, your, your rental houses, if you are a single family investor like I am, Take a, take a look at that return on equity. I think you'll be astonished how it's changed over time as you have built up equity through the natural appreciation in the market and you've paid down that mortgage, or your tenants rather, your residents have paid down that mortgage for you. Um, that return is it, it's getting depressed. And that's a, that's a good time to start thinking about either doing a cash out refinance so that you can redeploy those funds or selling the property outright. A buddy of mine just sold a house in in a couple of days here in the metroplex <laughs> COVID 19 or not we are busy i put a house on the market in fact uh five-year residents first residents we put in this house way back in in 2015 early 2015 they bought a house i'm happy for them they just moved out we put the, the house on the market yesterday probably around 10 p.m i can't believe the amount of emails i've already gotten some lady just called me <laughs> left a message during one of the earlier uh segments so there's a lot of activity out there you can sell that house. You can refinance that house. Think about that. Look at those assets. So let's jump over to this bank rate um, article. Again, I mentioned already, this is basically a summary of a <clears throat> triennial uh, survey that the Federal Reserve does every three years. Uh, they did one in 2013 and then again in, in 2016. And we saw the ridiculous number here that the, the American's average net worth is almost $700,000. And that's obviously skewed by guys like, uh, you know, Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and, and, and Elon Musk with his rockets and, and, and all those guys. So that's pulling the average way, way up. Uh, but they get a little more granular in here and they, and they break it down by, by age category. And I think it's good to know as just kind of as a rough benchmark. Obviously, the younger you are, the less you have worked, the less time you have had to accrue assets. Now, does that mean a 20-year-old can't be a multimillionaire in, in apartments? Absolutely. Go check out the, the, the radio show archives, uh, again, at lifestylesunlimited.com. Click on the radio tab. Dell has uh, done uh, a couple of inter interviews with a, a young man named John out of Houston. Got started in his 20s. So it, it can absolutely be done. Now, if you are in your 20s, here's what we've learned as of the 2016 survey. Your, the average net worth is $56,000. 984. Seems a little high. The median, in fact, is 6,500. I can tell you when I was 20, it was probably negative for me with my student loans. Didn't own a house. Did have a car. You know, kind of a junker. Not, not much value there, but um, median net, net worth is just over $6,000. So if you are in your 20s, you're probably not focused on building net worth. If, if you're closer to that average number, you know, we say at Lifestyles Unlimited, if, if you've got 50,000 in deployable cash, start looking at that multifamily path, right? You can, you can start to really build that net worth. If you're, if you're below that $50,000 benchmark, you're going to want to look at single family to start with, to build the cash flow for one thing, but you will see that, that equity grow in those homes. And then like we just talked about is that return on equity declines, refinance, sell, redeploy. So I want to look again at the 20, 20s brackets, then the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. When we come back in the last segment, you are listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb, and we will be right back. It comes a point in time every now and then when the world flips upside down. And during that time, you have to come up with a decision in your life. How are you going to go through this? 
How are you going to work your way through this process that has no end? So what do you do? The first thing I need you to understand is that almost every entrepreneur out there makes it big when something bad happens. I tripled my net worth between 2008 and 2010. 10 years straight increase in value. It makes us all look like geniuses when everything goes up for 10 years straight. But now we're at the point where we can find out who's good again. And you need to be in there. Because why? Because I tripled my net worth in two years. You can do it too if you know what to do. You need to get into lifestyles right now. Join us for our free live online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Austin's Talk, 1370. Warning. Listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb. I'm going to give you the number here in the studio one last time. We are in our last segment. The number here is 855-497-4335 or send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. If I can't get to that today, well, we may bring it up on another show. And more important dates for you. you know, we talked about protesting your taxes. We talked about the free workshop. Um, if, if everything we're talking about today in terms of cash flow and more importantly, building that network, net worth has uh, piqued your interest, your your curiosity. If you want to get involved in rental real estate, I want to give you a couple more important dates coming up very soon. Uh, we do our, our financial freedom seminar uh, historically across two days, a Saturday and a Sunday in, a, in an office in a in a seminar room where you can interact. And, and obviously, we're not doing that right now. Offices are closed, but we've got those going on virtually. In fact, uh, David Fisher, one of our, our seminar seminar teachers, he's doing one today on Sunday. They're, they're getting into multifamily today, just like we've talked a little bit about multifamily today. And he's going to do another one. We've got another one coming up in mid-June on the 13th and the 14th. Again, that's a two, the classic two-day from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. both days. Uh, if, if, like me, evenings are more, more amenable to your schedule, I just did the, the Financial Freedom Seminar over the course of, of two weeks on a Tuesday and a Thursday, a few hours a night. Got those coming up starting on the 16th. Okay, so, so check those out. And you can learn more if you go to financialfreedomlivestream.com. Again, financialfreedomlivestream.com. Dot com and you can register, uh, become a member. You do have to be a member of Lifestyles to uh, participate in those seminars, but the membership is heavily discounted right now. Uh, normally $740 for an annual membership. It's been discounted to $197. Uh, well worth, uh, well worth that, uh, that seminar alone, not to mention the vendor program and, and everything else that you, that you have access to. <clears throat> so let's continue talking about net worth. And we looked at, at, at Folks in that, that 20s bracket, 20 to 29 or so, again, the, the average I think is not so interesting. The median net worth is pretty low, right, as it would be. As mine was negative, right? I didn't own a home, had a junker car, had a used parachute at the time. Those things hold their value, by the way. <laughs> Good to know. Um, but that was about it. That was about it. Minimal savings, right? That's, that's what the, the 20, typical 20-year-old is going to look like. Probably have their value in a car, but they're renting somewhere. Not, not typically not homeowners, maybe till their late 20s. Now, now, a buddy of mine just bought his first rental property, and he's 28. First rental property. So he's going to be collecting that cash flow. He's going to be building that net worth already. And if you're in your 20s and you don't have a lot of disposable income or reserves, you're, you're going to want to look at that single family path. 
Okay, now if we move into our 30s, what, what does that look like? Well, the average, again, across America, is $174,000. Seems a little high. Median, by comparison, is $32,600, so quite a bit lower. Again, the median is that middle point. 50% are above, 50% are below. I would say those guys that are above, well, they're entrepreneurs, they're business owners. Maybe they are already involved in multifamily investing. Right? I mentioned the young man that got started in his 20s. I believe he's in his 30s now. He would be skewing that curve as well. Right? I don't know how old Jeff Bezos is. I don't think he's in that 30s bracket. But um, typically, you're going to see assets here. Right? Maybe you've got your starter home. Or maybe you went all, you know, went all out and bought one of those new 3,000 to 4,000 square foot homes they're building up here uh, north of Dallas and Frisco. Depends on your income, right? You've, you've definitely got your car. You got to get to that job. Maybe you've got, maybe you've already put some money into some sort of toy, right? Maybe you've got that boat or that that RV. You're, you're, you've started contributing to that 401k, right? It's getting a little bit bigger. Now, interestingly, let me see if I can find the site here. Uh, Investopedia also has an overview, uh, also fresh as of April 2020, of uh, 401k balances by age bracket. So if you're in your 30s, the median 401k balance is about $16,000, $16,000, So that's about half of your net worth. Looking at the median here of 32k uh, for that 30-year-old age bracket. So again, not a lot to operate on, say, for going the multifamily route, but, you know, depends. Where are you on that bell curve? You may need to look at that house. Do you have some equity that you can cash out, like we talked about? You know, maybe you can divest some of those toys. We did that with our motorcycle. Once the toddler came around, didn't want to ride it quite so much, so we sold it, put that money to work, right? Again, we're talking about the median. Median here is about 32K. That's ideal. If, if, that's, if that's all investable funds, Go down the single family path, start building up that equity, start building up that cash flow from those houses, just like we did, and then start to move into that multifamily sphere. If you're in your 40s like I am, what's the average? Numbers are getting bigger, right? Time's on our side. Numbers are getting bigger. We're now at 457783 almost uh, $450,000, $460,000 on average. Compare that to the median, 93 k $93,460, quite a bit less. Median's the middle point. That means that half of the people are even below that. So if your assets, now typically, you know, you're in your 40s, you've got a house, you've probably got some equity in that house. You've got a 401k that has a decent balance. Again, Investopedia has the average for 40-somethings at 102k, median at 36, right? Again, there we see that kind of disparity between average and median. If you hear somebody quote an average number, try to figure out what the median is. It's going to give you a little bit more perspective. Uh, but in this case, in our 40s, right, we've got some equity now, typically, in the house. Start thinking about refinancing. Do a cash-out refi. Pull that money out. What's our debt load? Typically the mortgage. We're going to take that up so we can get that cash out. Maybe we have a paid-off car or truck a la Dave Ramsey. Well, maybe you can sell those get something a little less fancy, a little less expensive. Don't be competing with the neighbors. Free up some cash. My wife and I were a single-car family for 13 years. It got a little tough once the toddler came along. Sold our cars, moved to Germany, had a single car there, moved home, said that worked, let's keep doing it. Kept our expenses low. And of course, I get it. You know, in your 40s, you're typically balancing a family. So you may need to focus on that cash flow as well, which speaks to going the single family route. If you've got that equity, though, if you've got those reserves, if you're over 50K in, in deployable assets, cash, look at that multifamily path. If you've got a decent 401k balance, if you're closer to the average that we just saw a little over 100k, 
pay attention to the CARES Act. That allows you to withdraw penalty-free. If you're in your 40s, you otherwise would be charged that 10% penalty plus 20% uh, tax withholding. You can withdraw 100K, $100,000, if you've been affected by the COVID virus in some way, either had it uh, financially been affected, work time reduction, pay reduction, whatever it may be, talk with your plan administrator. They'll be able to tell you more. Not all plans participate. Alternatively, historically, you can take a loan of up to 50K. CARES Act has doubled that to 100K. Interest payment on, on a 401K loan is typically in the low fours, 4% or so. If you can take that out and put it into a single family house that's making double that 8%, that's already better money. You're getting your money working better for you. I see I see numbers around 20, 30%. I've got one house that, that that's that's doing 80%. We just bought it real low, right? But but that opportunity is out there. So is it worth that 4% interest that you're paying back to yourself, by the way, <laughs> in order to get more assets at your disposal? Moving on, age 50s. Wow, that average has popped up. We're almost at a million, 998,000. But the median is still down there. The, 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 the gap between average and median is getting bigger and bigger. The median now is 152000 But even so, if that's deployable cash, guess what? That's a good number to get into those apartment deals. If you're in your 50s, you're still working hard, right? You still got that family. May not have the time. That speaks to being a passive investor in multifamily. And if you've got 150 k to work with, you can get into multiple deals. Right. You may be close to free and clear on that house, in fact, if you bought in your late 20s. Again, look at that cash out refi. Your 401k balance, I'm sure it's grown quite a bit. Now, it took a drop, I'm sure, back in March. But over time, over the years, you've kept contributing, as society tells you that you should, going down that conventional wisdom path. Well, now's the time to take the opportunity that the CARES Act has given us and, and try to leverage that if you can. Right? Maybe, maybe on the debt side, you've got that lake house, that second vacation home that you thought was a good investment. Are you using it? Can you divest it? Or at least leverage it again to get some more cash out. Finally, 60s. Hey, we've cleared a million on average. Right? 1.124 million is the average for those in the 60 to 69 bucket. Um, but the median is quite a bit lower, 220K. Here again, if you've got 220K in, in deployable cash or assets that you can liquidate to get to that cash, look at the multifamily. That's what I would tell you to do. We, like I said, over time, we've built up our cash flow. We've built up that equity. We've done some cash out refis. A lot of my investor buddies are doing the same right now while interest rates are amazingly low in order to get to those funds to redeploy. We look at our return on net worth it's dropping lower and lower over time as we pay down those mortgages, as those residents pay down the mortgage for us. Time to cash out, redeploy, or like my buddy just did, sell and redeploy. So we heard a little bit about the numbers. Where are you at? If you haven't done it already, sit down and calculate your net worth and then work out a plan to build that. If you need to build that cash flow first, go that route. Does that mean single family? Does that mean multifamily? If you don't know, find a mentor. That's what I did. That's what we did, sat down, changed our lives. And I would tell you, check out financialfreedomlivestream.com. I mentioned the two-day seminar. Got those coming up already in mid-June. That's financialfreedomlivestream.com. Heavily discounted. The promo code to get that discount is there on the website as well as all the other benefits that come along with that aside from 
the seminar. You can go as many times as you need. Hey, you've been listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb. I thank you for listening. And remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. You have a good day. listening to the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show ready for more of the map visit lifestylesunlimited.com explore our videos and articles click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts view the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows want to continue the conversation follow lifestyles unlimited on facebook today join us next time and until then remember it's not the money it's the lifestyle information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.